the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. At the United Nations in New York, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says scenes of misery have become the norm for Nicolas Maduro's Venezuelan. Something must be done. Millions of children are suffering from malnutrition and starvation. Thanks to a socialist experiment that caused the economy to collapse. But Russia's U.N. ambassador, Vasily Nebenzia, speaking through an interpreter, said the question the U.S. has put before the Security Council about Venezuela is a gross abuse of its prerogative. Venezuela does not represent a threat to peace and security. If anything does represent a threat to peace, it is the shameless and aggressive actions of the United States and their allies aimed at at the ouster of the legitimately elected president of Venezuela. Germany has joined France and Spain now in saying it will recognize the opposition leader if there is not a new election. This is SRN News. Hi, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM 1280 The Patriot, and I'd like to personally invite you to prepare and respond. It takes place this Thursday, January 31st, at the Eisenhower Community Center in Hopkins from 8 a.m. to 12 noon. We will host three expert speakers who will talk about how to keep your building and staff members safe from a variety of threats. A complimentary breakfast will be served for all registrants. For more information or to register, visit am1280thepatriot.com. Prepare and Respond is supported by Henningsen and Snoxel. He's a wanted man. You're listening to the Northern Alliance Radio Network right here on AM 1280, the Patriot Intelligent Radio. Join us on January 31st at the Eisenhower Community Center in Hopkins. Repair and Respond, an event that equips you with the tools you need to protect your office, school, or small business. Learn about scalable emergency action plans, building, cyber, and physical security. This is free for educators, small business owners, church leaders, and IT teams. Register online at am1280thepatriot.com. High of 11 with a low of negative 6. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and world. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that says, send us your tired, huddled masses yearning to see red. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. This is the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Going on 15 years dominating Twin Cities weekend radio, ergo dominating Twin Cities media with a comforting yet merciless fog of absolute truth. So but glad you tuned in, by the way, today. We have a lot of fun. First of all, the, the important part of the news here today, uh, weather is, by Minnesota standards, standards turning bad. Uh, plenty of snow over the weekend here, potentially as much as eight or nine inches, supposedly falling tomorrow, followed by temperatures so cold that the National Weather Service is issuing warnings to wit. 
If you are a Minnesotan, danger, danger. Stay inside or you will die. Your body will be found in a snowdrift sometime in May. What's left of it after the wolves have picked it over? No tall North Dakotans in the audience. Set condition 1B. Considering Consider avoiding skinny dipping for the next week or so. Thank you. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Where are we? Oh, yeah, yeah, big week in the news here today. By the way, huge broadcast today, lots of stuff going. We're going to have uh, Brian Strasser from the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus calling you to talk about Gun Owners Lobby Day. Huge turnout. Uh, seriously, for a, for a Gun Owners Lobby Day, the turnout, <laughs> you can tell shooters are nervous. Uh, when I say shooters, I mean real Americans, people who have a con- uh, traditional uh, originalist view of what the Second Amendment is supposed to mean. They turned out in biblical numbers this past uh, Thursday for Gun Owners Lobby Day, where basically we we urge people to get in, get in and talk with their legislators face to face. Tell the good ones, good job. Keep up the good work. Tell the ones who are wrong on the issue. This is why you're wrong. Here's why. Here's how we'd like you to vote. By the way, don't throw thinking there aren't plenty of us in your district. Uh, Apparently, by all rights, it was an incredibly successful event. So we'll be talking with Brian Strasser of the Gun Owners Caucus about that a little later on. Also, next hour, we're going to be talking with Representative Mary Franson from Alexandria about an editorial, an op-ed that her and her colleague, Representative Matt Dean from Delwood, uh, wrote this past week in the Star Tribune about foot dragging at the Minnesota Department of Health and uh, Human Services on the whistleblower claims that rocked Minnesota last year about welfare money, child care money, uh, especially state child care assistance money that was being defrauded from the taxpayers and some of which allegedly uh, was sent overseas to fund terrorist organizations. You'd think that would have drawn a response from the uh, Democrat-controlled state uh, administration and its uh, investigative organizations. You'd think so. Uh, yet be wrong. Uh, we'll be talking with Representative Franzen about that, as well as uh, Phil Krinky will be joining us later in the broadcast to talk about next week's broadcast live from the surface of Medicine Lake. And believe me, I'm here to tell you, I'm glad it's next week and not today. Supposedly, uh, the uh, temperature is going to be up in the 20s next Saturday uh, with relatively more seasonable uh, temperatures. Again, 20s with a uh, low somewhere in the, the single digits or teens as opposed to what we're going to be seeing this uh, next couple of days here. We've been really lucky. We've had a couple of these near misses at Holes for Heroes where we've had brutal cold during the week and it warmed up just enough and left us a wonderful layer of ice, <laughs> nice and thick. I'd be thick enough to drive a tank across. So uh, we've been lucky there. Hopefully we will stay lucky and keep our streak going at Holes for Heroes this year. Also, hopefully it won't be as windy as it was about, what, four or five years ago. Anyway. More about that as we uh, as we move through the broadcast here today. Uh, 651-289-4488, the number to call should you care to join me. Also, uh, we're on Twitter at hashtag N-A-R-N show. That's Northern Alliance Radio Network show. Operators are standing by uh, via both of those uh, media to, to try and get a hold of us. We would love to talk with you because we are a talk show. That's what we do. Anyway. So, again, yet another week where I need four or five hours to get through everything we need to talk about. This really should be a daily talk show. And if you are someone who has their fingertips on a phalanx of sponsors who'd be willing to sponsor an afternoon drive talk show, just say it. You could have it. 
Okay. I mean, it's one of those things where, I don't know, Terminator and a couple of years ago, you may not have been on the broadcast at this point, but at one of the Narn events, at one of the station events, I just started talking about the Narn table and it happened. And I figure, you know, sometimes the best way to get something to happen is just to start talking about it long enough. I mean, you know how that works sometimes, Terminator N? You got to put it out in the universe. Put it out into the universe, and every once in a while, karma comes back and says, thou shalt have. That's how this show began in the first place, by the way. Uh, We'll talk about that on our 15th anniversary coming up in about uh, five weeks here. So uh, stay tuned for that. That's uh, absolutely true. But um, just saying, if you happen to know someone who's got a chunk of money burning a hole in their pocket looking to establish a talk radio uh, presence out there, I'm just saying. Anyway, we have some actual news to talk about this week, though, all kinds of it, in fact. Uh, th- this time last week, uh, just before the show, had someone on Twitter, on the uh, the show's Twitter feed, uh, send me a message to something I had no idea what they were talking about, quite frankly. Uh, it was a link to a Catholic school in rural, uh, somewhere in Lexington, Kentucky. And I thought, okay, what, what happened here? There, something must have happened. I had no idea what was going on. I had not been had been <laughs> dealing with some uh, production stuff on the show here today, uh, last week, and didn't know what was about. It, it was the uh, the the Covington Colonel's uh, Twitter feed is what we were uh, talking about. And honestly, I had no idea what the story was. That changed over the course of that day when suddenly the the face off or the putative face-off that had happened uh, at the March for Life that week became the number one story in the country for a bit there. Uh, the story, as it was presented by CNN, showed a, a, a high school boy, a junior in high school apparently, uh, with a uh, sort of an awkward smirk on his face and a Make America Great cap on his head, uh, going face-to-face with an older Native American man in his 60s pounding on a drum. And it was portrayed out there as a uh, a young, entitled, privileged white kid being a jerk to a Native American elder, who, by the way, was also a Vietnam combat veteran, or so he'd said. We'll talk about the Native American very briefly in a moment here, because that is the least interesting part of this whole episode. What I thought was the most interesting, and by interesting, I mean ominous, scary thing about the whole episode was, well, we'll get to that in a moment here. I would like you to imagine a scenario, a little bit something like this. Let's just say, this is a scenario, if you ever watch cops or other uh, police, uh, real-life police shows, uh, putatively real-life police reality shows, you've seen this scene before. I know you've seen it. Uh, the police roll up to a house, and a woman meets the officers out at the curb with a black eye and her face all puffed up. Clearly, she has been playing the role of a punching bag to a third-rate palooka, but it's all it needs to be. And the guy comes to the door uh, wearing a wife beater. Don't look at me. I don't. I didn't invent the term, okay, folks? That's the name of the show. Anyway. But he doesn't have a scratch on him, except you can tell by looking at his knuckles that he's been getting some punching practice on something. He's got a little blood, a bit of blood up and down his fingers. Clearly, he's been busy doing something other than working on his motorcycle. And the police ask him what happened. And the guy eventually responds when said, okay, you've got blood on your fists 
and your spouse or girlfriend or significant other has black eyes and looks like she's gone around with 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 Jerry Cooney and the the guy responds and you've seen this before and you may have heard this before firsthand well she provoked it and of course every once in a while that that is legitimately the case but generally speaking responding with physical violence requires a provocation of physical violence. I mean, provoking you by asking you to clean out the bathroom is not something that justifies a, a violent physical response. Now, if you, if this fellow, I should say, res, brings that response to physical evidence that he just pounded the stuffing out of his significant other, Give you a quick guess as to how that's going to play with the cops or the prosecutors or a jury, right? Not very well, because whatever the provocation was, it's absurd to assume that a verbal provocation, even if whatever it was, warrants pounding someone into stuffing. It's a no-brainer. Now, over this past week. I've had my disgust reflex tested and tested dearly by some people that I happen to know are not completely stupid in terms of the functional areas of life. They hold jobs. They raise families. They, they, are, they hold somewhat respected positions in the community. But in reference to this picture, these, this very dishonestly edited video of these boys from a Catholic school in Kentucky going face-to-face with a Native American fella, uh, their response is, well, the, mag- the Make America Great Cap is itself a provocation. Now, if you haven't been following the story, first of all, where have you been? Second of all, the video that was presented was incredibly dishonest. In fact, I have to say, such is my cynicism with the mainstream media that when I saw the original video that CNN put out there, the one that had all my progressive friends and even some of my conservative uh, friends and sources going, well, okay, this is bad. This is a a young Catholic uh, school boy who has really been an incredible jerk who we need to disavow and condemn this behavior. And then they saw the full video, by the way, taken from a group of so-called black Israelites who are an intensely racist crackpot group of African-Americans who believe they are descended from the tribes of Israel and that all uh, African-Americans who aren't part of them and all whites are descendants from one disgusting uh, perverted act or another. And, and I, I've, by the way, heard these people talk uh, in person and they are I mean, sometimes you encounter something so insane that you can't help but be entertained. That's that's the black Israelites for you. And they were involved in chanting back and forth with Native Americans, because, by the way, they hate Native Americans. They believe that they were in the United States before the Native Americans. And one of them took a video, an entire two-hour-long video of the entire altercation between the black Israelites, a group of Native American protesters, and this group of Catholic school kids who, by the way, were standing there waiting for their bus back to Kentucky from the March for Life. Where this led, uh, uh, so the video was incredibly dishonestly edited to basically show the Catholic school kids in the worst possible light. Now, what this exactly means 
we'll talk about when we come back. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280. The Patriot Gun Network. We'll be right back. Are you self-motivated and creative? Do you believe in the importance of small business? Then call today. We are expanding our team and hiring a multimedia account manager. Call 651-289-4418. Salem Media is an equal opportunity employer. Question, do you have a health insurance plan you are not happy with? Well, Bethany and Jason thought they were stuck. Their plan just kept getting more expensive, and Bethany's favorite doctor didn't even take that plan anymore. And then some friends at church told them about MediShare. With our previous insurance, we were paying $1,200 a month. With MediShare, we now pay around $600 a month. Yes, they're paying $600 less per month, and that's a pretty typical savings with MediShare. And they actually like MediShare more. I was able to go back to my original doctor that I absolutely loved, and it's just been an absolutely beautiful thing being a part of MediShare. Yeah, so they pay a lot less, and they like it more. No wonder MediShare is growing so fast. Find out more. They're super easy to talk to. All you have to do is call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-B-I-B-L-E, 844-41-BIBLE. We work hard our entire lives to provide for our families with the hope one day to enjoy our retirement. Our whole lives, we've been told what to do with our investments, and now we're nervous that we may not have enough to live the life we want. Learn to be the best steward of your money. At Online Trading Academy, we offer a free investing class. Dial pound 250 on your cell phone, use keyword OTA, or go to learnwithota.com. Hi, this is Tom Barrett, president of Lean Partners. We are celebrating 15 years of helping Minnesota companies dramatically improve their margins, delivery, quality, and generate capacity. So we'd like to recognize a few of our clients by having them share their story. Hi, I'm John Lewis, CEO of Trex Commercial Products. We manufacture architectural railings and other products for stadiums, arenas, commercial buildings, and performing arts facilities nationwide. Tom and his colleagues have worked with our team to create significant additional production capacity without adding labor or acquiring more space. We've experienced rapid growth over the past several years, and Lean Partners' help has enabled us to increase margins while gaining market share. More importantly, our work with Lean Partners has instilled a culture of continuous improvement throughout our organization, which has truly transformed our business. Thanks, John. Are you interested in a customized plan to improve your business performance? Visit MyLeanPartners.com. That's MyLeanPartners.com. Hey, it's Lee Michaels here for the Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club in Briar Lake. The Horse and Hunt Club is one of the premier sporting facilities in the world. Memberships are available, but sporting clays are open to the public. And don't forget to stop by Triggers for lunch or dinner. Visit horseandhunt.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Or you can join us on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N Show on Twitter. Operators are standing by every which place you can imagine. Join us, won't you please? Hey, by the way, we're talking about last week's flap at the uh, after the March for Life, where the uh, bunch of uh, boys from the cover uh, from the uh, 
uh, Covington Catholic School uh, had a face-off, an impromptu face-off, if you will, with uh, a Native American. Uh, let, let's run down. You've probably heard the facts. It's been uh, one of the main subjects on national radio this past week. Uh, the, the facts are that the video was incredibly dishonestly edited, that in fact, for a bunch of 16-year-old boys, these kids actually handled a lot of uh, dissonance and pressure fairly well, all things considered. They handled some genuine hate speech coming at them. I mean, the real thing coming at them from the black Israelites. And the rather curious uh, behavior by Mr. Nathan Phillips, the, uh, the, the Native American, quote, elder, end quote, who was banging the drum in the kids' faces and by which they responded by dancing along and clapping along. And and the cases where a few of them started yelling stuff that was inadvisable or doing the tomahawk chop, uh, being calmly urged by their classmates to not do that, which I'm here to tell you, a lot of grownups wouldn't have done that well uh, with that kind of provocation. They were standing there waiting for their bus uh, and so forth. Now, Let's. Uh, by the way, uh, the fact is, as we found it over this past week, the, uh, the the Native American gentleman Nathan Phillips claimed to have been a Marine in Vietnam. More power to him, I thought. But the story he told uh, sparked my curiosity from the very beginning. He des- described himself as having been a recon ranger in the Marines. The Rangers are part of the Army. Now, if you're in force recon, perhaps, maybe, but if you're 64 years old, that means the Vietnam War, at least in terms of doing tours of duty, ended in 1973 when he was 18 years old. Uh, to have done two tours of duty in Vietnam, plus time in between the tours of duty, plus going to boot camp and infantry training, he would have had to join the Marines at least by age uh, early 16. And by the way, if he had been in the Marine Force Recon Battalion... Uh, add six months on to that. Um, as it turns out, he, he was a refrigerator mechanic, uh, and he never left the country. He was in California and Omaha, Nebraska, in the Marine Reserves. And more power to him. If he'd have stuck with that and says, I was in the Marine Reserves, so, oh, that's more than I did. Congratulations. Thanks for serving your country. Um uh, I don't care. Uh, by the way, he received a general discharge because he was absent without leave, spent a lot of time in the brig. Uh, as the Marines call the stockade, as the Army calls jail, for being absent without leave multiple times. Uh, he escaped a dishonorable discharge, but after four years in the Marines, left as a buck private, which even in the Marine Corps is hard to do unless you're a complete screw-up. doesn't matter. I don't care. He served his country. He went on. He lied about it. But let's just say he had told the truth. Irrelevant to me? Let's just say that CNN had not edited the video dishonestly, which they did. There's no question about it, no rational question about it. They edited that video completely dishonestly uh, in an attempt to smear, to defame, to libel those boys. But let's just say it was all on the level. Let's just say that Nathan Phillips was a combat veteran, or let's just forget about his involvement at all. Let's forget about CNN's scummy perfidy fact is even if those boys did act out of complete malice the idea and 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 said actually said ugly depraved things would that justify what has happened to them their school their diocese 
in the week since then. I mean, they've gotten death threats. They had to shut the school down for days because of all the threats they were getting. Not only that, they had to shut down the school across the street because depraved progressives can't tell the difference between a Catholic school and a Latin school. To be fair, I might have had trouble with it, too. They don't care. They threaten everyone. And and the doxing, uh, for those of you who aren't hip with the kids' lingo, basically uh, trying to find out all the kids who were in the various camera shots, publicize their information, their addresses, their schools they were applying to, and basically trying to ruin their lives. Because of what? Because of their behavior? Well, their behavior other than a few brief bursts of inadvisability that their classmates shut down, was, if you watch the entire two-hour video, actually pretty admirable in a lot of ways. And, And if you don't think so, I challenge you to stand motionless and emotionless, more or less, as a bunch of people attack your character, your ancestry, your habits, your affectional uh, practices, and not haul off on them, not grab a chair and start swinging for people's heads. I listened to some of what was being yelled at these kids, and I thought, man, I would have had a hard time at not at least coming up with some particularly pointed responses, some of the dumbest things you can do under those circumstances, and they didn't do it. And yet, the legion of the perpetually inflamed is doing their level best to destroy these kids' lives. Is it because they behaved badly? Well, objectively, they did not, or at least not in any significant amount for any length of time before others among them uh, imposed sanity on their and, and persuaded their kids to act sanely and rationally and politely. In many cases, people I know not to be completely stupid and depraved said, well, the cap itself is a provocation. The the Make America Great, the red Make America Great or MAGA cap is a provocation all by itself. To which I have to respond, the the MAGA cap is uh, provocative and, quote, racist, end quote, almost entirely because for the last three years, Donald Trump's opponents have been saying it was. And if you recall my broadcast a couple of weeks ago when I talked about the uh, article about how to deal with narcissistic, sociopathic people, that's that's a form of gaslighting right there. There's a term for saying that cap doesn't mean what you think it means. It's really a sign of approval of bigotry and racism. And that's called gaslighting. The claim has almost nothing to do with the actual behavior of actual people who supported or voted for Donald Trump. Certainly nothing to do with them as a group. Sure, are there racists and bigots who support Donald Trump? Yeah, there. and by the way, there are racists and bigots on the other side. Are there racists and bigots who support Donald Trump? Why, yes, there are people out there who call Jews termites. Oh, wait, he's a Democrat. Sorry, Al Sharpton, my bad gaslighting and by the way trying to other people that you disagree with other as in like try to drive them out of polite company is one of the most obnoxious tactics in modern politics something that will do this country more damage 
than ISIS or Sharia ever could. Secondly, by the way, the idea that even if someone comes out with a symbol that provokes you, that you have the license to try to destroy their lives, uh, just because of the completely legal beliefs they have, not even because of the utterly legal symbols they may wear to express those beliefs, but because of the meaning that other people have told you those symbols have. By the way, make, make sure we're clear on this. People who oppose Donald Trump called the MAGA cap racist. If Marco Rubio had won the nomination and had run for president, those same people would be calling Marco Rubio a racist. Because they're the same people who called Mitt Romney and John McCain and George W. Bush and George H.W. Bush and Bob Dole and Ronald Reagan and Gerald Ford racists. It doesn't matter who you are. If you're up against the person with the D in front of their name, they're going to call you a racist and a Nazi and a misogynist. That's what they do. It's they, progressives, are one-trick ponies, and that is the only trick they know. You tell them to sit, they'll roll over. You tell them to fetch, they'll roll over. That's all they know how to do. Call you a racist. Call you a Nazi. Attack your affectional orientation if they think they can get away with it. Attack your <laughs> private parts if they think they can get away with it. That's all they can do. The straw man, the ad hominem, the insult, the appeal to emotion, the appeal to emotion, the appeal to ridicule. That's all they have. The idea that there is some permission granted to you to destroy people's lives for believing things that are legal, for believing things you disagree with, even for believing things that are obnoxious, is the most toxic idea there is and will destroy this country long before any outside enemy ever will. In this society, the remedy, for the sake of argument, bad speech and I'm not stipulating for a moment that the Covington kids did any bad speech at all. But the idea that, that the remedy for that is more better speech, at least among those who deserve to be taken seriously. Unfortunately, a good chunk of our society believes their ends justify their means. And that is the most toxic thing in the world there is for actual freedom. When we come back, speaking of actual freedom, Brian Strasser joins us to talk about the gun owners lobby. They go nowhere. We'll be right back. This is what matters. This is beyond X's and O's. This is the difference mutual respect makes. This is what character looks like. This is what defines us in Minnesota. This is sportsmanship. School sports, it's not the outcome that matters most, but the way the games are played. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Do you have an emergency action plan for your church, Christian school, or small business? Hi, I'm Simon Osmer of Kingswood Security, and inviting you to join me Thursday, January 31st at the Eisenhower Community Centre in Hopkins for Prepare and Respond. You'll hear from me, a panel of experts like me, who will speak on physical, cyber, and building security. We'll discuss creating an emergency action plan and how to respond if a crisis occurs. Find details and register for this free event at am1280thepatriot.com. 
I'm Jan Markell, helping you understand the times. CNN should be ashamed of itself having you working for them. You are a rude, terrible person. You shouldn't be working for CNN. Either you love him or you hate him. Sadly, there doesn't seem to be any middle ground when it comes to President Donald Trump. The one thing we know about him is that he loves Israel, and with his support of the Jewish people, he has invoked a blessing upon our nation. Genesis 12:3 clearly states, I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you I will curse, and all people of the earth will be blessed through you. Our nation is once again the envy of the world because of our economy, and we have regained our respect. Clearly God is blessing America because of our president's blessing of Israel. Wouldn't you like to receive a blessing as well? For more information, listen to our weekend program on this station or anytime at olivetreeviews.org. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-2013. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-2013. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, reminding you, you can make your voice heard on the legalization of recreational marijuana in Minnesota. Cast your vote on our poll at am1280thepatriot.com. Click on Fan Club, then Contest and Surveys. It's the Freedom Fan Club. AM1280thepatriot.com. Check it out. Well, I've been telling you all year long, so far, ever since the election time, that this was going to be go time for all of you Second Amendment supporters. And a gratifying number of our fellow Second Amendment advocates and activists heard the message one way or the other and turned out to, well, put their shoe leather, well, shoe leather where their mouth was. With us uh, to talk about uh, this past week's Gun Owners Lobby Day at the Minnesota State Capitol from the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, Brian Strasser. Brian, uh, first of all, uh, how was, how'd everything, what's your impressions of how things went on Thursday? Hey, Butch, good afternoon. I thought Thursday was awesome. We had an incredible turnout uh, at the state capitol, despite, you know, relatively crappy uh, Minnesota weather. It was. That, uh, you know, could have kept a lot of people at home. It, it was terrible weather out there. I, I remember driving out to, I had a, a family medical issue to deal with here, and I was driving out to uh, to, to Edina at, at 530 in the morning thinking, wow, it's it's like this right now. I can't imagine what it would be like trying to get to the capitol here uh, in a little bit. And yet, uh, a, a more than fair number of people turned out. Any idea what the estimate was on the turnout, Brian? It was several hundred people, uh, according to our records of folks that checked in with us and uh, came back to tell us how their conversations with their legislators went. 
Absolutely. This, that's excellent turnout here. I've, I've been involved in other lobby days, and, and I don't – certainly those those would stack up uh, with the numbers of, of good previous lobby days. So that, that's excellent here. Of course, you can chalk a certain amount of that up to the fact that gun owners play much better defense than they do offense. Obviously, we are under the proverbial gun this session, Brian, here. Uh, what, what did you hear from the people who turned out? I mean, what are the motivations out there this year? Well, I think a lot of folks were just really concerned about the uh, the Metro DFL gun control agenda um, that they've seen announced in the House. I mean, it's a priority of the Speaker and the Majority Leader um, and the Governor, for that matter. But it also coincidentally, Senator Ron Latz decided that Thursday would be the day that he introduced two new gun control bills. Huh. Uh, and I think that got folks really fired up. Yeah, I, I would think that would have to, but I don't, I don't know if he's thumbing his, I don't know if he's either clueless or thumbing his nose at Second Amendment advocates or just committed a tactical error. Uh, any bets on which of the three it might be, uh, Brian Strasser? Well, I think it might have just been, uh, you know, the timing of the Senate cycle. But my favorite part of the day is, uh, you know, Senator Latz had a press conference in the Capitol press conference room at 1. Uh-huh. And he was walking. His group was walking out as we were walking in at one thirty for our press conference to counter uh, his, you know, crap gun control bills. And my favorite part of that is that Senator Latz uh, took a seat in the second row and watched the entire press conference as one speaker after another attacked his legislation. And in fact, Daniel Ward, uh, my friend from the African American Heritage Gun Club of of, Minis- of Minnesota, uh, went right after him and said, you know, Senator Lott said this, and that's false. And he Excellent. said this, and that's false. Excellent. Uh, by the way, the uh, the uh, African-American Gun Club will be, uh, Heritage Gun Club will be featured on the Gun Owners Caucus podcast this coming week here, I believe. So uh, stay tuned for more on that organization. Anyway, uh, so let's talk a little bit about the legislative agenda. I mean, we'll, we'll come back to Gun Owners uh, Lobby Day shortly, as well as uh, look ahead to some current events, including the rally that's uh, coming up uh, before too terribly long, right around the corner here. Let's talk about the legislative mm-hmm. agenda. There's a couple, the legislature's been in session for three weeks now. A couple of bills. Yeah, have we're going to week four. We're heading for week four. Where uh, where are things at in the legislature this uh, as we sit here? Well, there's been a, a large number of gun control bills filed, and they're primarily around uh, two topics. Uh, there there are various versions of uh, a red flag gun confiscation order bill. So this is the bill that allows someone. Uh, the bills vary on who to make a filing a complaint to the court uh, that. A person is a danger to themselves or others, and then the court can either have a hearing with the gun under present or in urgent circumstances can have a hearing without the gun under present, and then the police will come and take your firearms, and you will have to fight to get them back. Um, all of these bills are written in a way that it's really easy to get an order to take someone's uh, right to keep and bear arms away. It's really hard to get it restored. The higher burden of proof to get it restored, and the two things about these universal uh, the, these I'm sorry the the gun confis- uh, red flag gun confiscation bills is a uh, they take the guns uh, the le- the level of proof needed to take someone's guns are relatively low but the, the considerably lower than the burden of proof needed to safeguard them from themselves in every other way they don't take the rope they don't take the gas oven they don't take the car no. they don't they don't confine no. them in any way it's just you know they drive away with the guns and leave an unstable person sitting in a house uh what could possibly yes. go wrong <laughs> yeah i mean the, the i think we all acknowledge that um the real issue here and, and we talked about this at our press conference the real issue here is the access to mental health care 
particularly in rural Minnesota, which is where most of our suicide uh, issue is. And um, there's a real challenge with a lack of mental health resources in those parts of the state. That's the real issue the legislators should be addressing in a bipartisan manner, not, you know, these gun control bills. Absolutely. And and by the way, the, the second point on this is there are already laws that allow people to intervene with people who need these, who, who might conceivably need these red flags. There is already existing statutes that allow people who have legitimate concerns about someone's safety and, and threat to others to get a 72-hour hold on someone who actually needs it. And it has due process. And most importantly, it's already the law. That's right. So this is, so the, 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 the whole bill is basically a harassment enable, uh, enablement bill. This is basically a bill that enables every ex-spouse, every ex-roommate, ex- every business partner, as near as I can tell, anyone who just doesn't like people with guns to harass you legally and get away with that without a whole lot of uh, slapback. Yeah, any person that you've ever dated would be a good way to put it uh, because that's essentially how our domestic violence uh, law is written that any person that you've ever dated or had a, a consensual sexual relationship with um, can could make such a complaint, wow. at least in one version of the bill. It, and and that's certainly the one we're watching here. And I'll tell you, given given my given the various elements in my past, it's a good thing all of my guns fell into Malax last summer. At any rate, uh, it's, so it's funny how that happened. It, it is. It's been a. I, I don't know. I, I need to go over there with a minesweeper someday. Anyway, uh, Brian Strasser from the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. Uh, so, so the the big question, of course, is with these laws floating out are around out there, a Democrat governor, a Democrat, not just Democrat, but Metrocrat majority in the House of Representatives, uh, the legislative outlook this year. I mean, what what are things looking like in terms of these bills being able to progress? Uh, first of all, right, out of the, the House, you, yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah, no, I was going to say, yeah, in the House, I mean, in both houses, it's a challenging situation. But let, let's start with the House. Um, the House has a very large DFL majority. They've stated that this is a priority. Um, they have stacked the House Public Safety Committee with um, their most anti-gun members, from the chairman to the vice chairman to the lowest-ranking member of the committee. There's probably very little in the House that we're going to be able to do to stop this legislation um, because the votes are simply not there. We can slow it down. We can make arguments and make points in public hearings. We can try to amend it. I have no doubt that when these bills come to the floor, uh, the Republican minority will throw 25, 30, 40 amendments at it. Um, But in the end, the Democrats have the vote. They're going to pass the bill. The Senate's a different story. Uh, There is currently a two-vote Republican majority in the Minnesota Senate. Um, There is a special election in a few weeks uh, in Senate District 11 that might expand that majority or it might shrink back to being one. Um, so we'll have to, you know, that's a big race, an important race to expand the majority. The good news in the Senate is um, there are several Democrats who have said they're not going to vote for this, uh, both privately and some publicly. The Senate minority leader has said, uh, Tom Bach, uh, I'm not okay with this universal background check bill. Um, so there's, I'm optimistic uh, in the Senate, but it's going to be a slog. And we're going to need everybody at the table, everybody making phone calls and sending emails and everyone engaged to, to prevail. 
So we'll talk about the engagement that we need from people here. And by the way, can we keep you for another segment? Because, of course, that's the, the, the big thing. Sure. I, obviously, the, the lobby day, huge success, hugely important. Uh, it's not the last chance people are going to have to get involved. Uh, we'll want to talk about the upcoming uh, upcoming events here after the break here. But first, you're from the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. How can people get a hold of the organization and find out more about the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, Brian Strasser? Sure. The website is gunowners.mn. Uh, and then we're on Facebook under Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. Uh, you can join the mailing list at either site. And the mailing list is absolutely imperative because this tells people who are activists in the issue when they need to blow up the, uh, le- the legislators' phone lines and, uh, and, and turn out for hearings uh, to the extent that we can find them. We'll talk more about that in a moment here, as well as take phone calls at 651 651- 289-4488. You can also send questions for Brian Strasser to our uh, Twitter feed at hashtag NARN show. Let's take a break. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our community secure. Composed of hundreds of thousands of citizen soldiers from all walks of life, the Guard is always ready to respond to local or national emergencies. We protect the homeland. We're always there when called upon. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association at this station. Patriot Mobile wants you to know that you can get a great deal while spending zero of your hard-earned dollars on liberal causes. As President Trump has said, we are in a crisis, and that means every dollar counts. Don't waste your efforts on something as simple as your cell phone. You're going to use it every day and pay for it anyway, so why not switch to a company like Patriot Mobile that is actively fighting for border wall security, pro-life, and Second Amendment rights? Patriot Mobile makes the transition easy. and You can call 1-800-PATRIOT and talk to a real live person who shares your traditional American values and will help you save money and switch from Big Mobile to America's only conservative cell phone company. You get the same reliable nationwide service. And with unlimited plans starting as low as $20 per month, why wait? Visit them online at patriotmobile.com forward slash Hugh or call them at 1-800-APATRIOT, 1-800-272-8746. Patriot Mobile, let's secure the border and secure the future of America. patriotmobile.com forward slash Hugh or call them at 1-800-APATRIOT. Burr, it's cold out there. Do you ever think about what would happen if your furnace quit working? The best way to prevent a breakdown is to schedule a furnace tune-up today at Snelling Heating. To ensure your furnace is operating at peak performance, call the experts at Snelling today for your 21-point furnace tune-up. Don't wait to find out your furnace isn't working. Schedule your furnace tune-up today at SnellingCompany.com or at 651-646-7381. What happened? You used to go hours without visiting the bathroom. Now it seems like you're constantly getting up to go, and you're even getting up at night to go. This is not okay. 
Listen, the makers of Super Beta Prostate, the number one prostate formula, are introducing a new wonder pill, Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced, with three key ingredients that are great for your prostate. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. To celebrate, we're sending free bottles to men who want to cut down on bathroom trips. Yes, your first 30-day supply is free. Pay shipping and handling. Call 1-800-257-5387. Early research suggests that an ingredient in P3 Advanced may help support a normal prostate size. Combine that with a reduction in bathroom trips, and you have a formula you'd be crazy not to try. Get P3 Advanced free. Call 1-800-257-5387. 1-800-257-5387. AM1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488. Remember to call. Don't forget, next week, Holes for Heroes at Medicine Lake, sponsored by Snelling Heating. Definitely in time for that time of year. <laughs> Holes for Heroes, an annual ice fishing tournament created to honor our veterans at home and abroad. We will be live, by the way, Brad Carlson and I, broadcasting live from our Fish House mobile studio. Oh, yeah, they got the Fish House. This could be so much better than broadcasting from the tent. Not that I minded the tent, but, oh, actual walls. This will be great. We're talking with Brian Strasser from the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus about last Thursday's Minnesota Gun Owners Lobbying Day. Huge success uh, getting, a, getting a hold of uh, Minnesota legislators, holding them in some cases accountable in a way that they desperately need to be held accountable on this issue. Uh, we'll be talking about some other events coming up where if you missed or whether you made it to Gun Owners Lobbying Day or not, you still get your chance to stand up and be heard. Uh, more on that when we uh, come back. But first, let's go to the phones. In St. Louis Park, Mark, uh, you have a question for Brian Strasser. Real quick, great, another great show, Mitch. Um, I've called before, and I said this before again, and, and uh, um, to reduce gun crime, uh, don't reduce the, uh, the original charge, and uh, don't reduce the sentence at sentencing. In other words, if a charge is a first-degree felony, if someone caught with a gun, don't reduce it to a fourth, and then don't reduce the sentence sentencing. But real quick, I live in St. Louis Park, and the legislators, when they ran their issues... Uh, were to reduce gun violence and to prevent school shootings. How many school shootings were there in Minnesota last year? And I'll hang up and listen. Uh, near as I can tell, none. And, and in fact, the, the lack of crime in Minnesota is is one of the things that puzzles me about about the gun grabber movement here, Brian Strasser. I mean, you leave out. I mean, we have one of the lowest crime r- r- rates of any state in the country, especially states that have major metropolitan areas in them. And if you leave out. Correct. Yeah, and if you leave out North Minneapolis, our gun crime rate, our crime, our murder rate is down competitive with any of the rural western states, and yet we have more uh, carry permits per capita than Texas in this state. I mean, we're a very we're a very gun friendly state outside the four ninety six ninety four four ninety four six ninety four circle, Brian Strasser. And I, I threw a trivia question out there last week. When was the last time in Minnesota someone was killed by an assault rifle? In the last 30 years, the answer is zero in the last 30 years, other than a, a replica, that in a, a twenty-two caliber that looked like an assault rifle. Literally, there was one in 1988, and that was it. There is the, the lack of crime to respond to in this state is absolutely astounding. And there's this, this sense of, of panic that the gun grabbers and Senator Latz uh, are, are ceding out to the, the, the public 
is disingenuous to be to be completely charitable, Ryan Strasser. Yeah, it's too cold to commit crime here. <laughs> That's part of it. But even in this, I mean, yeah, even <laughs> if you leave out, I think I think our mutual friend Joe Olson uh, has said if you leave out three zip codes, two of them in North Minneapolis and one out in Dayton's Bluff, my old neighborhood in St. Paul, you leave those three zip codes out, and uh, well over a third of Minnesota's uh, cri- uh, firearm homicides go away. And, and, in fact, so much of the crime that does exist is traceable back to uh, gang violence, drug violence, and and sh- stupidity that happens in a very confined area of the state. By the way, none of it, 0% of it, from people who are law-abiding citizens carrying legally purchased firearms. Right. I, I do want to address uh, Mark's uh, first point, which I think was dead on, and, and we saw some evidence of this early last week in the House Public Safety Committee meeting. Uh, they were seeing a presentation from the, the Minnesota State Sentencing Commission on changes to sentencing guidelines. These are the guidelines used by judges to decide how to sentence criminals. Um, and there was a whole section on, on weapons crime. Yes. And in that, if you dig into that, as we were looking at this during the hearing with one of the representatives on the committee, uh, it was interesting to note that when you find someone, or over the last uh, decade in Minnesota, if you look at who's been convicted of a firearms-involved crime, where the use of that firearm or carrying of that firearm was proven in court, less than 39% of them were sentenced according to the sentencing guidelines. The judges, the judges departed in more, more than 60% of the cases. And by departed, meaning that they got they received a lesser sentence oh, than yeah. they should have received. And so this is for crimes like armed robbery, uh, a prohibited person found in possession of a firearm, um, you know, in, uh, illegal purchase, all of those uh, crimes that are out there uh, completely under-sentenced, particularly in Hennepin and Ramsey County. Yeah, it, for one point there was, and it's possibly apocryphal, but in Ramsey County, for over the course of 20 years, and across three different uh, county attorneys in Ramsey County, these gun charges, uh, I should say the sentence enhancements for gun crime, were dealt away in every single case, or if not every single case, at least an impossibly vast majority of cases they got dealt away. And and by the way, there is there is a rationale for allowing county attorneys a little bit of leeway. For example, uh, cutting someone's mandatory gun sentence to if they give up their straw buyer and get, get, capture a network of, of people who are supplying guns mm-hmm. to, to criminals, that's perfectly legitimate. Mm-hmm. But the idea that these are basically considered uh, throwaways by county attorneys, especially in Hennepin Ramsey County should be considered a bit of a scandal, I would think, Brian Strasser. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely there's a, there's a huge problem with under sentencing of weapon related crimes in Minnesota. That is something that the legislature should address. They should, and and between the two issues of of under sentencing or not sentencing, in particular, gun criminals at all, and the the gyrations that the county attorneys in the metro area go through to avoid. Those sentence enhancements, as we saw with uh, the sh- the shooting in St. Paul a couple of years ago, where the juvenile was uh, was killed by the citizen with the, uh, the the Broderick shooting. That's the one I'm thinking about here. And the extent to which the, I recall the the county attorney going through to avoid charging the kids' accomplices uh, who were mm-hmm. know, materially involved in his death at the hand of, of a good guy with a gun. Uh, it just shows how incredibly. Uh, De- I don't say depraved, but the uh, the logical gymnastics these these people go to to avoid using these sentences. Anyway, Brian Strasser, we're down to about two minutes here. The Gunners Lobby Day, huge six 
success. This is not our, our friend's only chance to get involved. we got a, a rally coming mm-hmm. up. The caucus is putting on a rally at the state capitol. Tell us more, Ryan Strasser. Yeah, our rally to defend the Second Amendment, just as we did last year, a similar event, uh, is on Saturday, February 23rd. Doors open at 11 a.m., and the program will start shortly thereafter. And I will. And it's in the Capitol Rotunda because we're expecting it's going to be cold. <laughs> That's right. It's a good uh, point. I, I, I want to correct my. I, let me correct myself. Doors open at 10 a.m. The rally will start at 11. Okay, 10 a.m. Uh, learn more at uh, gunowners.mn/events. And I will absolutely be there, even if I have to record my show in advance. This, this are always great events to be at. If you are a Second Amendment supporter, uh, we need to flood the place. We need to to show the we 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 do show the legislature actually who's boss on this issue. And, and by the way, I'll be putting out my annual pool as to what. Uh, the Twin Cities media, especially Fox 9, uh, shows the public regarding that rally. That's always entertaining uh, a bit of prediction to, to happen here. So, Brian Strasser, one more time, how can people find out more about the caucus and upcoming events? If you learn about the Gun Owners Caucus, uh, on the web at gunowners.mn. Make sure you join our mailing list so you can get alerts. Uh, the events you can find right there on the events tab. And you can also find us on Facebook as Minnesota Governor's Caucus. Plenty of chances to get involved for people uh, coming up in the near future here, Brian Strasser. So I will uh, look forward to seeing them and uh, and everyone else out at them as we come here. By the way, brand new podcast coming out Monday at the uh, Gun Owners Caucus podcast page as well here. Stay tuned for that. Brian Strasser, uh, chairman of the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, thanks for taking time out of your Saturday to talk with us today. Of course. Thanks for having us, much. Absolutely. And by the way, gunowners.mn, always the uh, the place to go for the latest uh, information. Uh, the Gun Owners Caucus, Minnesota's largest and far and away most effective uh, gun rights organization, uh, except no substitutes. When we come back, we'll be talking with Representative Mary, uh, Mary Franson from Alexandria, talking about the ongoing fraud and the lack of investigation of same at the Minnesota Department of Human Services. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Lee Michaels here with one of the newest members to the Patriot family. I am proud to be associated with Mike Murphy with EXP Realty. Now, it's a name that's familiar to some of you, but it's not our Mike Murphy. It's our new Mike Murphy. Mike, it is great to have you here. Thanks, Lee. We are excited to work with the Patriot and your listeners. Now, tell me, what makes EXP Realty different? EXP is a cloud-based brokerage. We like to call it the future of real estate. A lot of people get frustrated with the gimmicks and overpromises of many real estate agents. We pride ourselves on being different. No gimmicks, just great service. When you call our number, you will speak to me or my wife, Sharon, not an inexperienced team member. So if they want to speak to you or your wife, Sharon, how do they get a hold of you? Give us a call at 651-216-7870 or go to MikeMurphyTeam.com. It's that simple. If you're thinking about selling your home, check out Mike Murphy Team with eXp Realty. 651-216-7870 or online at MikeMurphyTeam.com Are you a member of our rewards program? Yeah. Uh, I had the card here somewhere. We've all been there, rustling around for a rewards card you can't seem to find. At AM 1280 The Patriot, we've simplified the process. All the perks, none of the hassle. It's the Freedom Fan Club. 
where you'll get early access to tickets, exclusive content, prizes, and more. Sign up at am1280thepatriot.com. You own a local business or any business, and your national competition has a backroom of digital marketing minions who are eating your lunch. But you can beat them with our digital marketing experts. We're Salem Surround. We can surround potential customers with your message wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review. We offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We make every digital dollar count towards sales success. We won't waste your money. Salem Surround takes the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you do what you do best, run your business, while we deliver customers from everywhere. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Randy from Arby's here. You know, we give your computer problems the boot, but did you know we service business office computers and servers at your location? Arby's can also set up business networks and firewalls to protect your equipment at your business. We'll even move data and accounts for you. We'll focus on the technology so you can concentrate on your business. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. AM 1280, The Patriot is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.